It's Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. Your day with a podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily has more original Wyoming news content than any other news organization in the state. Sign up for their daily newsletter and check them out on their Facebook page. Pretty quiet weather going to settle in, especially for the central and northern Rockies. We're still going to have thunderstorms in Colorado. Far western Kansas, down into New Mexico, West Texas, down into Arizona, into the Great Basin states. But there's going to be a suppression to the south of the monsoon. So Montana and Wyoming, western South Dakota, Nebraska, you're going to see drier, more stable air moving on in. That's going to suppress that monsoon to the south. It's going to be warm, but, you know, it's not going to be hot. I think the worst of the summer heat is over. Yeah, we've got warm days coming. But I don't see the heat as intense in the coming weeks than what we have seen so far this summer. This will be especially true out in the central and southern plains, but stretching back into the western high plains as well. Temperatures and conditions will be a little bit better in terms of chances for thunderstorms this weekend and early next week as that monsoonal moisture flow gets a surge northward again. I am not expecting the monsoon to be as deep this weekend as last weekend. But there will be thunderstorm chances starting to come back in later this weekend and into early next week. But probably through Thursday or Friday, not a lot going on. Could we have a late August, early September cold front? We've kind of hinted at this in the last week or two, and we're going to show you something that's showing up on the maps. Something to watch, something to look out for, something to... uh, have some fun with as we get to the end of the month in early September. We'll see whether or not it transpires, but there are some hints up north of something coming later in the month or early September. Taking a look at the water vapor photos this morning, you can see there's a, a thinning out here, the monsoon moisture, just kind of a little bit of a bridge here. Here's that system we talked about yesterday moving northwestward out of Texas into Big Bend country. That's headed up into the southwestern United States later this week. Then there's drier air. You see this drier slot of air, this orange? So it's suppressing this monsoonal moisture further south, and that's where it's going to settle in here over the next couple of days. High pressure is getting stretched out a bit from East Texas back up into Idaho. And we're gonna see an axis of high pressure kind of setting up like this, backing up into the Pacific Northwest. While this little guy right here, we kind of have to watch this. This can kind of get lost in in the uh, noise, so to speak. But this system is drifting northwestward. It will come in the southwestern United States later this weekend into the start of the weekend. And it may produce more weather than the modeling is showing. So keep that in mind for you folks in the southwestern United States in the Great Basin. This is the subtropical moisture plume. This is for this afternoon and evening. You can see it's elongated now east-west. Over the weekend, it was elongated north-south, but the axis is kind of rotating, so it's going to be stretched out more like this, and that's where the thunderstorm activity is going to be and that's where the thunderstorm activity will be down south. Now, this is by Friday afternoon. See how the high is getting squeezed a little bit? We have this trough settling into the upper Midwest and the Great Lakes. That's going to cool off a good part of the Corn Belt in the Midwest and even into the Southern Plains and bring shower and thunderstorm to the activity to that area there. Then there's that little sneaky low now that's in the Baja area coming around onto the backside of the high. Notice up here, We have more colors now. There's more reds, there's more yellows and the greens as temperatures up into those northern latitudes are getting colder. By Friday morning, 
You can see the axis of moisture is elongated back to the north-south again, generally dry air coming in behind that front across the High Plains region. So west of the Continental Divide here, we're going to get into thunderstorm activity that will be more active by Friday. This is by late Sunday night into Monday morning. See this guy right there? That's the same one. It's now moving into Utah. So later in the weekend, we're going to see more shower and thunderstorm activity there. We have this little frontal system and trough coming into the Pacific Northwest Sunday night and Monday. Things are getting a little bit more busy on the weather map, especially here in the northern latitudes as we get into this weekend, as we get into early next week. This is by Sunday morning. See the deeper blues here coming on in? So there's going to be rain and thunderstorm activity in those areas there. East of the divide, it's still going to be harder to get showers and thunderstorms going. So you can really see the delineation between the Cottonelle divide, between the drier air and the more moist air west of the divide. However, this is by next Wednesday morning. By next Wednesday morning, there's a more eastward shift in that moisture plume. So there's going to be a more active rain and thunderstorm pattern right here early to mid next week, along with temperatures that are going to be cooler. Now this takes the rain chances through Friday. So you can see the suppression of the monsoon here. A large swath of the central and northern Rockies here really not seeing much. There'll be a few isolated showers and thunderstorms around, but not much. But a heavier concentration where the monsoon moisture is deeper is going to be in these areas right here. As we go forward, this is the 10-day forecast. This goes all the way out to late Thursday and Friday, Friday the 26th of August. And uh, what we're wanting to show you here is a couple of things. First of all, notice where the high is now. It is retrograding all the way back into the eastern Pacific. We have a couple of troughs and a front. This is a little bit of a frontal system and a trough coming through Wyoming, Montana, and Colorado by late next week. That'll cool things off a bit. That's why it's going to be hard to maintain any really extreme heat now for much more than a day or two. There still will be moments of heat. I'm not saying we're done with the heat, but we're not going to see it as extreme or as long-lasting now for the rest of the month. With this high retreating back here, this makes me start to question what's going to be happening later on. Because if this high continues to build and grow westward and northward into the Gulf of Alaska, which is what we're seeing as hints at, this means that later in the month and towards early September, there's likely going to be a shot of cooler weather into the central and northern areas of the United States. And here it is. This is looking out to Saturday, August 27th. And that high pressure ridge now is extending further out into the eastern Gulf of Alaska, so the door opens to cooler weather. And look at this trough. Now, whether or not it's this strong, we'll see. The models, this is a model. Remember, as I say many times, models are tools. Models are not reality. But the modeling is hinting at a westward shift of the high into the eastern Pacific. And this is a cooler signature for a lot of Canada and the lower 48 as we get to the end of the month and into early September. This is pretty darn impressive system, really for this late in August. We'll see if it transpires or not. We'll keep an eye on it for you. This is the temperature anomaly by the weekend of the 27th and 28th. Look at all the blue and purple and green in Canada pushing into Montana, the Dakotas, parts of Wyoming, into the upper Midwest. That's a really interesting looking stretch of weather. We have talked about how sea surface temperatures are very important. There's your La Nina continuing in the subtropical Pacific. It's this warm pool that we're watching. 
this warm pool may not last into all of September or October, but this is going to help that high want to build in the Gulf of Alaska later in the month into early September, causing that jet stream to go north and then having it occur south into the lower 48 states. If you were to look, I want to kind of compare summer so far, this summer to last summer, because when you look at the temperature scheme, there's a couple of things I want to point out this summer compared to last summer. So this is the temperature anomaly in Fahrenheit for the last 90 days. So this basically goes from the middle of June to the middle of August. And you can see where the heat has been this summer, where you've been hearing about it on the news in the central and southern plains in the southeastern areas of the United States up into parts in New England. That's been the real hot area right there. Notice California has been a little bit above normal, but really the last 90 days, the temperature anomaly is just a half a degree Fahrenheit. And if you look up into the northern latitudes, this is why this is important. The north slope of Alaska, and look at Greenland. Greenland has had a cold summer, and they're getting snow, and they're going to be getting more. The cold buildup is starting a little bit earlier this year, up into those northern latitudes. So let's compare this summer with last summer. This is the temperature anomaly for 2021. Notice that the heat last summer was from the Great Lakes to Western Canada, back into the Intermountain West and the Pacific Northwest. So if you add up the 90 days, mid-June to mid-August this year compared to last year, the westward extent of the heat was certainly more in the northern and western areas of the United States than it was a year ago at the same time frame, while the Southern Plains actually had a cool summer last year. So things are a little bit different. With it colder up in Greenland, uh, this is the snow accumulation so far. This line right here is the mean. And so as you can see, the this is basically how much snow is on the ground over sections of Greenland. And it's above the 30-year the average, the mean there. So we're looking at things starting to build up in those northern latitudes. And if we were to measure temperatures up in the Arctic this summer, Arctic temperatures this summer, if you notice the green line, that's your 30-year average. The red line is measured. So with only a few exceptions, has it been warmer than normal in the higher latitudes of the Northern Hemisphere during the summer season? It was warmer than average in the winter, and that's what we're seeing. We're seeing it warmer in the winter in the Northern latitudes, but near normal or below normal temperatures in the summer in those Northern latitudes. And that may play a factor as we got on into fall and into our early long range forecast, which we're gonna have for you soon. Have yourself a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.